Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now, please find yourself a seat at their table. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. As always, I am PJ. And I'm Mike. And today we are talking about uh, a heavy topic, Doc. We're talking about (laughs) Back to the Future. We're going to talk about the trilogy. We're going to talk about the Broadway show talk about a couple of other Back to the Future related items, but we're not going to do it with just me and Mike. We have a couple of special guests today, and Mike's going to introduce them. Yeah, guys, we have my big brother, Rob, and we have my childhood friend um, and neighbor, uh, Mr. Sean Beatty. So, guys, say hello. I'm Rob. I am Sean. All right, perfect. So, folks, let me just give you some background on these fine gentlemen. So, my brother, he's my older brother and best friend. Uh, he's been playing drums for over 30 years and working as a teacher for over 16. Rob cites Mike Portnoy, Travis Barker, Charlie Watts, Carter Buford, Dave Grohl, Josh Fries as his influences for drumming. Rob has also dabbled in film. He and I started a production company years ago called Moran Brothers Productions. Rob is an avid film lover and fan of Robert Zemeckis, David Lynch, Quentin Tarantino, Christopher Nolan, and Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Um, he also enjoys pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> for uh, my friend Sean Beatty, he's been one of my best friends, and I grew up, he was my, my neighbor. He lived two houses down from me for over 30 years. Uh, Sean has been playing guitar and bass for over 30 years as well. Um, Sean cites Led Zeppelin, Rush, Nirvana, Metallica, and Dream Theater as his influences. Uh, Sean has also dabbled in film, performing in independent films and music videos. Uh, Sean is a f- lover of sci-fi, action, comedy. He also cites, cites Martin Scorsese, Spielberg, uh, John McTiernan and Christopher Nolan as some of his favorite directors. So, guys, like PJ said, this is heavy, Doc. So we got a we got a very important show because we're going back to the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us on the show. It's great we're to happy to here. have you here. Yeah, we have you. some folks with credentials today, so we're, yeah, this is yeah, yeah. Be, like this is be a fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fellas, we always start off our episodes with a childhood memory. So, you know, Rob, we'll start with you. What was your first experience since uh, watching Back to the Future? Well, you know, I wish I could say uh, I saw it in the movie theater, but we know it didn't happen. I was like three years old. I was probably still looking for my binky. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I caught it actually on TV. I just found it very, you know, mesmerizing. Um, the action, like, you know, who's going to beat the bully. It was very, you know, attractable to me. Um, the movie Car. I think I was sold in the car, honestly, when I was yeah, growing up. Definitely. Just, you know, mm-hmm. Probably my, one of my favorite characters in the movie. But it was just something I kind of gravitated to. You know, uh, time travel is definitely something that kind of caught my interest to as a young age. Uh, so, yeah, skateboards. I mean, as a young guy, this is like the perfect, you know, kind of movie. Yeah, great. Sean, what about you, man? What was your first experience watching uh, Back to the Future? I think it was, um, I think I was seeing the trailer when I went to see Batman. Whoa! It's a rarity because there, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far. It's just that uh, I wasn't allowed to see certain PG films. That's why it's on Ninja Turtles and all stuff. <laughs> wow! Okay. But um, yeah, a little background story. But yeah, um, it was right around the time when I saw the trailer, and I never saw the. I know, it was trailer for Back to Future Part Two. You know, I see a flying DeLorean, and uh, I'm into gear porn. 
Okay. Right, right, Everyone right. Knows that phrase. It's like, you know, like the night night two thousand from yep. Knight Rider, the Ecto one mm-hmm. from yep. Ghostbusters, yeah, mm-hmm. and so on, the Enterprise. So, um, I started. I got the VHS tape for Christmas, and then it broke. No. So my dad had to. I think my dad rented another tape and then like did a copy. Oh, back then I think you say you switched them. them. <laughs> and then and then right around the time my brother was born, I saw Back to Future Part Three. So I saw two and three, but I never you saw, saw one. one. Wow. Until a few months later, you went back in time. They, right. It was on TV, yeah. and um, and this is my first time. I was aware of like the he went back because I saw it right. Too. So I finally saw the first film, and I was, and I had a different reaction compared to the other two films. Yeah, I felt like this film, the first film, had more weight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two films, the other two films are just fun flicks. Or yeah, like, yeah. yeah this, there, there are issues too that yeah. they, they have to deal with. But I felt like, you know, with Marty's parents, right, and um, getting the DeLorean going, and then Doc, right. You know, it was just like, oh my gosh, there's so many things happening <laughs> at once. It's it just so exciting. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Sucked me all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mr. PJ, what about you, man? So what got me into to Back to the Future was the time travel. I thought time travel was cool. Because I saw Bill and Ted before I ever saw Back to the Future. Oh. And so I was just like enthralled with the idea of, of people traveling back in time. And so I was like, I want to see more things like this. And I've always, even as a kid, was into comic books. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of time travel aspects in comic books. So I just found that so unique and so interesting that then I wound up discovering Back to the Future because it was mm. another movie where people are going back in time. And to your point, Rob, when you were saying how the car is like another character in the movie, yep. I'm yeah. a big Ghostbusters fan. Yeah, and I love the Ecto-1. You mentioned, Sean mentioned yeah. the Ecto-1. This was another really cool car in a movie. So that spoke to me also. It was like another awesome, awesome car. And that's just how I found myself uh, enthralled with Back to the Future. And mm. then as a kid, we went to Universal Studios and the ride and the ride is fantastic and Absolutely. we'll probably wind up talking about that later but that was yeah. another big part of back to the future that sticks out to me mm-hmm. you know it's, it's something i just want i'm sorry to cut through but no, one of the things that i want to bring up about pop culture is that back in the 80s they did a lot when it comes down to motor vehicles oh yeah, you know, oh, you, yeah. Had, you had the robert e lee from uh dukes of hazard you had the night 2000 from yeah as i said yeah. before and that attracted me a lot. Oh and, yeah, you know, I, I remember, like, I remember when we were kids, we used to exchange our Ecto ones. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's it's such an important factor because you don't really see that that much today. Yeah, you know, like, you, like you guys said, those cars were characters. I actually just wrote that down as a note saying like you had Night Two Thousand, you know, from yeah, Night Rider. You had the Turtle Man, the Eighteen. The yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. had a uh, Christine, even, you know, the killer yeah. car. You know, even the ships like the Enterprise from Star Trek. Yeah. that's a character itself. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the eighties was definitely in the early. It was cars, man. Batmobile. Yeah. Yes. I mean, bam. But uh, much like my brother, most of you guys, I saw Back to the Future on TV. I feel like it was on channel like WPIX Eleven. And I remember just like watching it. It's like one of those shows, just like gravity. And I remember just like between commercials, I would run and take a piss. You know, like only sometimes like like um, in movies where like you weren't when you used to watch the TV when there was commercials. Like when the movie ended, like well, right before it ended, you kind of saw the climax of the situation. Then like you almost didn't want to see them because you knew it was like. Right. But you, but I feel like Back to the Future, like I wanted to see how it really resolved because you you knew he got back in time, and when he got back to you know the mall, they usually cut commercial right there. So we got the usually. You know, I feel like other movies wouldn't have been crap. Like, oh, that's res-. But I want to be like, oh my god, why does, you know, why does he see his parents? And like, I remember just waiting for the real. Actually, I couldn't wait to see the credits because I was like, that right. much into. But yeah, TV is where I got into it. Um, but yeah, everything else after that was just like, 
it's everything about that we're gonna, like we gotta start off with the first one, man. It just kind of it is like gravity, man. It just pulls you in. It's just like a it's like a vacuum. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm -hmm. so PJ, you want to kind of start what makes uh, we'll start with Back to the Future One. What makes it special? You want to start with the movies? We can start with the movies. Oh, I'm sorry. You're yeah. right. The Broadway show. You wanna, whatever oh you want to do. God. You can start with the movies or the Broadway show. Oh my show. God. Maybe Hello, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe we start with the Broadway show. The Broadway I apologize. Show. I apologize. Um, I apologize. I'm not going to spend hear too much time because it's the same plot as the movie. Right. Yeah. The only difference, big difference, between the plot of the Broadway show and the plot in the movie is you can't have Libby and terrorists anymore because we live in a day and age where Libby and terrorists are not allowed to be uh, stars in movies. So they changed that to something different. And it still works. I won't spoil it in case anyone listening okay. does want to go to the show. Um, it it gang? Was that? Was it a gang? Was it a gang? It was not a gang. All right. It was not a gang. <laughs> it was something... Fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to spoil it. And if you don't want to hear it, cover your ears for the next couple of minutes. Do it. The plutonium um, is radioactive, and so Doc gets radioactive plutonium poisoning, and it kills him. How could I have been so careless? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So who's but who chases them to go back to 1955? Nobody. Oh. Nobody? No. Yeah, he doesn't. He, uh, Marty is going to get help for Doc, who's dying of poisoning. Oh. And then he winds up going back in time because Doc already had the car set. I thought you were going to say the government's after him because he like needed like no, he got stuff to make a bomb or something. You can't be anti-government and you can't Ooh, be anti-living sure terrorists. That that, oh. that, that's, that's tough. That's really tough. Damn. That's tough. Mm. Yeah. Second one, he goes back and finds a way to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so you start with that and then you're like I don't know about this, but once that's over, <laughs> the rest of the show is the plot of the movie. It doesn't stray okay. from what, even so much as they have a way to show in the, sh the in the Broadway show on the stage. There's a way to see them disappear from the photos, so you oh. can see. Yeah, they keep everything else is okay. is spot on. It's just they had to change that one spot because we we live in 2023 and you can't have Libyan Terrace. What are you gonna right. do? Wow. Um, the the theater was packed, so we got to the theater, and yeah, there's always a line for a Broadway show. This line wrapped around like two city blocks. Mm. It was huge. I'm like, this is going to be something. Because like, I've, I've been to plenty of Broadway shows. The I've never seen a line like this. Um, but it was worth it. It was worth waiting on the line and worth the money we paid. It really... I mean, if you're a fan of Broadway musicals, you're going to appreciate it. Because the, the music is fine. They do the, the Huey Lewis in the News. You get that. You get Johnny B. Good. You get it all. Mm -hmm. Um I just it's really fun to sit through because it's another take on on Back to the Future. So it, you're watching the same thing, but it doesn't feel like you're right. watching the same how, thing. How are the uh, original songs? They're Broadway original songs. I mean, there's no <laughs> other way to. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I saw a trailer for. It. I think when it was still being like promoted in like, yeah. London. Yeah. But I saw this really short clip where like Doc was singing to them an 88 mile per hour. Song, yeah, it's the name of the song. And I was like, I saw it. it I was like, I don't know, it's, Doc. I, they can't do it. Showed, it showed. It showed tunes, man. Out. I couldn't look back. I haven't looked since, so I really yeah. wanted to hear it. Show, it showed like, no. tunesy. The music is straight up Broadway uh, yeah. show tunes. If you're not <laughs> into it, going like, hey, hey, mother, I yeah. the whole show tune. I'm not sure I can it's, deal. That's what but, it is. It's a hundred percent. I do want to see it yeah. as a big fan. It's, I had to ask you that. The yeah. effects with the cars, the way they do it, um, <laughs> is great. I don't know if you've been to Disney and seen any of the Disney live, like in the parks with like the Marvel characters, but they mm -hmm. do a thing where they have a big screen and then they project onto the screen, but the screen is see-through. So you can see the effects with the actors at the same time, mm -hmm. and they do that. So when they're, you know, using the car and you see all the, like the, 
the fire and all the other stuff, it's an effect, but it, it's it's still on the stage with them. It, it looks really cool the way they do it. They have graphics so you can see like them traveling through time, and it's it's really done interestingly and well. Like the the uh, the special effects, the production value on the show is spot right. on. The, the, only, the only negative for me, honestly, was the beginning where they took away the terrorists. The plutonium poisoning is a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not into Broadway show tune kind of music, you're, it's going to be distracting because the, the whole thing is, right, so right, is right. singing. It's mm-hmm. a musical. Mm-hmm. The guy that plays George McFly mm-hmm. is, if they, made, if they remade the movie, this guy would be 100% perfect. He, oh. he didn't, it's not so much that he sounded or did an impression of Crispin Glover or anything mm-hmm. like that. Right. But the mannerisms were still there, and it—he just really understood the character. He was the—he wasn't a huge part, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's—he's he's the same part in the movie. But the show is obviously focused on the guy playing Marty. Mm-hmm. But every time that guy's in a scene, he steals it. You can't mm-hmm. help but love the guy. He—he he did a great job. Um, so that—I mean, see it for him alone. Like if, if he was that great, uh, it's a fun ride. It's—it's it's Broadway ticket prices, so you're gonna pay through the nose. The, the bar in the theater is expensive because it's a bar in a, a Broadway In New theater. York. In New mm. York, yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you love Back to the Future, you'll find something in this show to like. Okay. All right. Nice. All right, well done, cool. Mr. PJ. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely see it. Yes, yeah. The best part is actually the very ending when they do where well, we're going, we don't need Rose. Mm. The, the, they have a car, full-functioning car on the set that is the DeLorean. This thing floats. I don't know how they did it, and it spins upside down. Wow. So it's not just like doing like a teeter-totter back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's a full, complete rotation upside down. I don't know how they pulled it off. I can't figure out how they engineered it, but it was that was just mind-blowing. The whole place erupted when that happened. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, all right. Awesome. I dig it. Um, so, yeah, PJ, a very good review, and um, I'm curious to really see the show. Uh, so, guys, we're going to get into the movies. You know what, PJ? Okay, but I'll, I'll start off. Go okay, for it. Go all right. for it. So, guys... I guess a few months ago, I think Quentin Tarantino was on. I think Jimmy Kimmel, one of those. And Jimmy, I mean, Quentin said that Back to Feature is on his list of perfect films. And let me tell you something. I agree with QT. Um, I'm not going to get into it. Perfect, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I just, I just, just for me, I think this film is a, a master class in writing, directing, acting. It's everything. It's funny. It's comedy. It's science fiction. It's smart. Um, it has suspense, you know, like, especially yeah. at the end when Doc is putting those two wires together. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, that whole ending is just, you know. Um, and also, it's a romantic comedy, if you think about it. Um, yeah. You know, it's also a chick flick. Um, you know me, I'm a sucker for opening credits. I really miss opening credits. Oof, just the way it starts. Oof. I'm just setting the tone. I always say that. It's all about setting the tone. I think credits do that. Like we said before, the car is a classic. What a, like we said, it's a character in itself. Um... I love the chemistry between you know Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, um, Biff uh, Thomas F. Was Thomas F. Wolf, right? Wilson. 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 Thank you, Shawnee Babes. Mm-hmm. And Lorraine. I can't, her name's uh, slipping my mind right now. Um, Leah Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sean on fire. Leah Thompson. But I think I think we talked about you said before about Crispin Glover. I really feel like maybe because like he has an estranged relationship now with Robert Zemeckis and right. that whole thing but like I, f- I think he's almost like the unsung hero of Back to the Future yeah. 1 like he's probably one of the funniest characters you know the ah 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 change yeah. that oil and just like you know confrontation and like kind of had like that like that voice and his mannerisms and he had the hair yeah, and he everything yeah was great in the movie yeah i think another thing i like about 
um, they talk about like storylines. Like you think about like like your main character and your overarching mm-hmm. uh, storyline. So like think about Star Wars. You have Luke Skywalker's story, and the overarching right. is Darth Vader. This is obviously Marty, and the overarching is uh, George. George, and I just love yeah. that. It's done so damn well. And this movie just has tons and tons of just. Uh, you know, great lines. I don't know what else to say. So I, I, I'll just start off with there, you know? So, um, Big Brother Rob, what about you, man? What, what do you like about part one, man? Yeah, no, I totally agree with a lot of that. Um, like I said, the opening credits, I love when I see a movie and I know it's going to be good. And I feel like mm-hmm. even at a young age, like I knew. Just seeing the clocks and the you know, yep. camera kind of panning over mm-hmm. and now knowing all the detail, it's in the clocks. Yes. I love the detail in Back to the Future. It's insane. I can watch it mm-hmm. over and over and still find something new, whether it's a license plate that I find out means something or just like the details in the clocks. One of the classes, you know, there's a the light post where there's like a drunk guy drinking from a, mm-hmm. a mug. Yeah. I mean, it's just so cool. Yeah. You know, that's the bomb that yeah. shows does, up. Then yeah. you see the, I think the, the, the uh, plutonium case right on the floor. Yeah, yeah. So it's like skateboarding yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the cl- what about the clock with... Um... Where he's hanging from it? Yeah. 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 I mean, that could be clearer, you know. Yeah. And all the foreshadowing in that movie, you know, throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, also being young seeing, I found it very, like, understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, time travel. Even now, I'm still obsessed with time travel. Sean actually told me many years ago he's going to make a time machine. And I'm still waiting for it. But, um... <laughs> still yeah, works. You know, and like I said, uh, as a... Uh, you know, young boy, the skateboard, I had a skateboard, you know, music, I started playing drums young, um, you know, battle of the bands, uh, just the storyline, the romance, like you said, I'm, you know, kind of a sucker for that. The car, I'll never forget when I saw the car being backed out of the truck. Uh, oh, yeah. Truck. Oh, yeah. I fell yeah. in love. It's like, I saw That's it, a like, classic scene. It's almost like seeing, like, I a great ad. Like, oh, my God, it's a great ad. <laughs> like, when it came out, just the taillights <laughs> and the smoke, I was just like... Yeah, I was in love after that. Yeah, I that's a great. Lo- the car definitely brought me back to it over and over. That's back a great, a great. Future, you know yeah, I mean? and um, yeah. Well, like I said, the detail and just you know when you go back and you see yourself, and he bumps into his dad. The whole premise was like blowing my mind. Like, and I can relate. I like to see my parents back in the day. And you hear yeah, stories, and you really want right. to know more about them. And mm. um, you know, it's just definitely relatable. So. I'll leave it with that and pass the baton around. Yeah, just a real quick. I think, like you said, there's so much more with, to say. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think you said with the, just the reveal of the car is like one of those. That's like a that's like a magic movie moment. That's like a magic moment right there for sure. That whole scene at the mall. <clears throat> yeah, because still now that car I think out of all the movie cars, you know, like 1989 Batman. I love that Batmobile. That the Back to the Future DeLorean still takes my breath away every time I see it. I almost like. Bad yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just stunning to me. Yeah. yeah she's a knockout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bays, what about you, man? It's going out slicing. Blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> um, you guys pretty much explained everything that, that I would say. It's just that film just, like, as I said earlier, it just hooked on to me. And there was a lot of films, like, you know, you're a young kid back then. You're just, um, I, was, I think I was like nine when I first saw uh, Back to the Future. And... The and I did a lot of history, you know. I, I was looking up the uh, behind the scenes and stuff, and yeah, pretty much uh, Bob Gale and um, Robert Zemeckis put a lot of time into the script, and it took them a lot of years just to get this into production. And it's like they put a lot of time and effort just for like every cause and effect, mm. every scene, every and as Rob said, the uh, Easter eggs. And oh yeah, all these little. I there's things I noticed that um, I think this might be the first. I'm gonna cut you off for twenty days, but it's like almost like the first one that almost had like Easter eggs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know a lot of films always had foreshadowing, oh, but I'm like, yeah. this had like tons of them. Well, look at what we have here. Well, you gotta I mean, look, well, it's, I feel like mo- it started that. A lot of movies did, 
Easter eggs like Spielberg did with like they showed like um, oh yeah Raiders of the Lost Ark oh yeah R two D two and C yeah 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 or um, E T with uh, Yoda but um, but this film just um, the tone and the music and the pop culture from that timeline especially going back to the to fifty five yeah. you're just like Holy crap. There was a lot of things that I did not notice. Um, should I wait until I... I don't know. I should just bring well, this up now. Yeah, bring it up now. Um, yeah, we're going to... Yeah. So, I was, so I was re-watching uh, Back to the Future during Fourth of July week, and there was something that just bothered me at the end of the film and also going into part two. There's a phrase that I think there was... In, there was I think um, Marty was saying, right, or something to someone. And I'm like, what is he saying? I did not understand what he said. So then when I was watching back, to, so then when I was rewatching Back to Future Part One, there's a scene where they're at, when he's in, he's in Hill Valley, and he sees a, a van, a van, a car coming by, and they're promoting uh, Mayor Red Thomas. Progress is his middle name. And I'm right. like, Red, Red. So then at the end, so when he got, goes back to 1985, he's like, oh, great, great. Red, everything's great. I was like, the bum is the mayor from 1955. Oh, I was like, okay. you got, he was calling him Red. I was right. like, I yeah, never yeah. knew that. I yeah. was like, holy crap. Like, right, right, right. Pretty interesting, you know, yeah, when you yeah, think yeah. about it. But, yeah, it's just all the elements that you guys have said when it comes down to action, when it comes down to storytelling, uh, the drama, the romance, comedy, and mm -hmm. all sorts of, th you know, the, the freaking car. All right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't stop, you know, that... When the DeLorean came out during the 80s, you know, you would look back at it now, it's like, what a ridiculous looking thing that they built by, by this, you know. But then when you see it used in that film, it was like, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's perfection at its finest. So. My yeah. favorite character in, in the first one, in all of them, is really Doc. Right, right, right. Everyone, I know a lot of people always gravitate towards Marty because he's mm -hmm. technically the main character. But even when I watch, like, Star Wars, my mm -hmm. favorite character, in the, and that is Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the the idea of the person that's supposed to guide the hero. But what I liked about Back to the Future is that the person that's guiding your hero is a mm. maniac. Right, right, right. right. Like, mm. nobody in their right mind should listen to Doc Brown. He's right. a lunatic. Right. But he's the guy that's, that. he's the smartest guy. He's the guy, you know, really making the plans and saving everyone and fixing everything. And I just, the fact that he's so wild, yeah. I just think is so funny because you never see that. There's right. always a wizard or, right. or something in these kind of movies that's right. like wise and mm -hmm. smart, but 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 not crazy. And he's mm -hmm. just a madman. But right. what's pretty interesting about Doc is that when you first see him, he comes off as a mad right. scientist, and even after, and then you see him get killed off. But then in the second act, you meet him. He's still this crazy right. guy. But then as the story's progressing, he, he you start you remember wait he was killed, and then right. all of a sudden now all of a sudden instead of seeing this mad guy now you. Care for the character, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to see him die. He's a right. great character. Exactly. Right, right. They mm -hmm. they twisted on you. Right. And I just think I think his arc in the movie, all three of them, is possibly my favorite character arc throughout the entire franchise. Uh, I'm gonna blow everyone's mind when I say this, but my favorite of the three Back to the Futures is the third one. <gasps> right. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's because of how mm. how much it it relates to Doc. And you start to mm -hmm. see you start to see him as more than just the the crazy funny doctor. You know he wants to find someone to be with. In the end, I don't want we're not on back to yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah, and I'll just add to you know Marty. What I'll say in defense, not defense, but right. Marty was important because he's a seventeen-year-old young guy who right. kind of believe in him, right? right. Follow exactly. his like craziness, yeah. Be right. willing to jump in a time machine, exactly. Like, right. Seen some crazy yeah. stuff. He's the right. only one willing to mm-hmm. kind of listen to him. Exactly. Truman always like, yo, stop hanging out with that crazy scientist, right? So right. he's always kind of got his back. And yeah, it's also a. It's a great, it's a great combo. It's a great duo. Yeah, and yeah, I never felt Doc was like delusional. You know what I mean? Or or like uh, he was always very grounded. I think when you make, I think any person who invents something new, they always sound crazy. Right. You know, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. I think my favorite. I think my favorite Doc moment is when he explains how he got, how he creates the flux capacitor. Oh yeah, yeah. He was afraid of heights, but he was on his toilet bowl and he was slips off and hits his head, and that's how he came up with the idea. Do you saw the adults one? What was that? Robot chicken version? Yeah. Yeah, I saw. But I always wonder if he sat down on the bowl and throw it up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I picture myself like sitting down and then drawing. But he was hanging up a clock in the bathroom. I know that part. He was hanging up a clock in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also love the scene with like obviously I think Christopher Lloyd is very good at physical comedy. Yes, absolutely. And one of my favorite scenes that always makes me laugh is um when uh Marty's in nineteen fifty five and um I think Doc's showing him the Delorme, he's like upgrading it, whatever it is. Like he's putting the doohickeys yeah. in the front, blah blah blah. Or that pole he's gonna stick in it, yeah. and then Lorraine knocks on the door. And he's like, all right, quick, come up. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, this is my uncle. And like when she's talking to Marty, he's like looking at him like with these beady eyes, yeah. like you know, yeah. like this, that, that, not a word is spoken, yeah. and yeah. that nonverbal so, communication talk, is yeah. amazing. So, so to that me. point, they do that scene yeah. in the Broadway show, right? Where she knocks on the door and they hide everything, yeah. and he does that same nonverbal like staring at her thing. They do that in the Broadway show. Right. That just shows how important that little scene, that little right. moment is. Yeah. I know it's yeah. funny not to jump into the other movies, but that kind of happens again with Marty too. When like Doc, when um, oh, Clara yeah. shows up, yeah. a lot of the scenes kind of repeat. Yeah, yeah. But parallel reverse. Yeah. 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 You can cover his mouth and his nose and still yeah. laugh yeah. the whole time. Yeah. 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 Rob, you mean those puppy dog eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's funny is that a lot of films do this trick where it's called parallel scening when, when you do a sequel. They like to try to repeat a scene from the original film. Right. Oh, yeah. Home Alone mm-hmm. was good with that. And I'm trying to think of another film. But yeah, Back to the Future was good like that. Oh, yeah. Well, they nailed they, it. Yeah. Plus, they almost like, had to. Kind of yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say also with uh, just with Doc, one of my favorite things is when he's like, <laughs> maybe Bill's at that, that model set and he's like, uh, please forgive the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. crudity. But always like when it goes so funny, he goes like, huh? <gasps> like, <laughs> No, I, I like the one where he's like, sorry, I didn't have time to paint it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. yeah, I just, I mean, that whole, man, that first one is like I like when he movie. sees him and he has that weird hat thing on. There's no explanation yeah. for what's on his head. He just has this yeah. weird, yeah. Oh, yeah. like, collar on his head. this means, mm-hmm. that thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What about when he's jumping in the middle of the street going, 88 miles yeah. 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 Gigawatt with Jigawatt. Gigawatt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's like the classic. No one knew mm-hmm. what a Gigawatt is, so yeah. we probably just read that and said Gigawatt. Right. Yeah, I would have pronounced it Gigawatt as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was, it was another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, well, I always like, I think we always quote back to the feature, you know, before we get to the next one, but um, I, always, I always say, Dad, because he goes, Wait, Dad, wait, Dad. Wait, uh, George. And later yeah. on, goes, "Hey, what's up, Dad?" D- Yo. Daddy yeah. yeah. So I always, I've used those things in my, it's like in my, you know, vocabulary now. So, man, talk about a 
perfect film. Um, but guys, we go to Back to the Future 2. And I want to start with this. Let me just start with this question, if you guys don't uh-huh. mind. Did we need a sequel? Uh-oh, fasten your DeLorean seatbelts. Absolutely not. We did not need a sequel. <laughs> um, but I'm not mad that it exists. However, I think Back to the Future 2 is the weakest of the three. Okay. All right. I, I think it's... I. PJ, start us off, bro. Yeah, yeah I'll start <laughs> I with that. I maybe agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think right. it's a bad movie yeah. by any stretch, but I think it... I think it tries too hard to capture the feeling of the first movie, but in reverse. Because mm. we're in the future. We're starting in the future now. And for me, I'm like lightning in a bottle with the first movie. Oh, yeah. That you can't, you can't do it again. And then I just felt like they tried very hard to make this the same movie only in the future instead of the past. And to the point where they're in a, you know, they go back there and it's the whole thing. They're in, you see the diner again, only now it's a futuristic. It's the same to me. I, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I just think, I think they tried too hard, in mm. my opinion. Well, there's something I'm just going to add on to, to it. I, I agree with you. I think this was the weaker one. And to be honest, and I'm going to be honest right now. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, wait, Sean, are you going to be honest um, right now? He's going to be honest. Here we go. Here we go. Here we he's going to be honest. Something big's about to happen. Great Scott. I watch, I, <laughs> I always watch the first film more than I watch the sequels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh, and, oh, and, yeah. And, uh, but, oh, I, but that doesn't oh. mean that doesn't mean I hate the sequels. Oh, of course, I, I of do course. enjoy watching. As I said before, it's like yeah, the second and third film feels like an you know like an adventure yeah, yeah, film, yeah, but the first one felt like it was more grounded. All right. But the thing that I liked about the second film was like okay, you know, the three act structure. You have mm-hmm. the first act; they go into the future, which right. You know, half of it may have happened. The other half right. never happened. Right. You know, they try to go Blade Runner style. And then they go back to 85, and then they're in a parallel universe. Yeah, right. So now the goal right there is to try to fix this, and then the third act would be the 1955, where they end up going back yeah. to the first film. Right. Now, I do agree with you that I think some of this is a little ridiculous, but on the other half, for like a fun yeah. tale, like, you know, yeah. if I want to really not think too much about it, it is a fun movie to watch, you know, just yeah. to see them go back. And yeah, it is kind of challenging, but they did play around with a lot of like special effects back then, especially like... Oh yeah, know, when he passes himself and things like that, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it still holds up too. All the effects in this movie still hold up. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. No, I'll add this, like with Back to the Future 2, you know, sometimes I can't be too critical. Yeah. I love Back to the Future, but I found that it kind of like move quickly and you had to like accept a lot of things so like for example like biff just knows how to drive the time machine he just yeah yeah. Yeah. In. yeah and i mm-hmm. feel like i was like oh, i actually watched it recently kind of a couple of weeks ago i'm mm-hmm. kind of prepared for this even and i was like oh come on i was like god he just jumps in knows how to drive it knows yeah. where he's going mm-hmm. has it how yeah. to come back right you know you have to be you know accepting of that um, even kind of Jennifer just jumps in also I'm in a time machine gets yep. going back doesn't yeah. question anything yeah not doesn't really question, question. Like, you're not Chloe Wills and they get kind right. of yeah. sloppy like they I know they're in the yeah. future but they right. just park on the street they're talking about whatever like, yeah. and they just hire her like, like a garbage pail whatever they do with her yeah, and, and, then, and she just doesn't wake up and no one finds her there well technically that scene was supposed to happen like in five minute time like yeah, five mm-hmm. or ten. Well, yeah. it doesn't feel like five or ten minutes, but right. yeah, that's what I mean. Time, yeah, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, but I do like a lot of the parallel scenes. I do like the you know going back in time, seeing himself running around like you know the dance and everything, mm-hmm. and trying to figure things out and all that. So you know, I do enjoy all of that. Um, the almanac. 
I think yeah. it's genius. That yes. was great. That's, that's great. Yes. That's, that's a great, a great yeah. plot device. That's yes. a great so plot device. I think device. that kind of also made me kind of like, not like the movie again, but as I'm watching, I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. Except this, but the, the positives uh, outweigh the negatives yeah, of yeah. the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That old Mac was awesome. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like a big issue for them. You always had to have a problem. That was yeah. 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 I was gonna say kind of what Twenty Bebs says. This movie's actually has does like, you know, you know, two movies in one because you have yeah. Twenty Fifteen, yeah. then you have Nineteen Fifty Five, and the parallel, uh, you know, Nineteen Eighty Five. You know, I, I, I agree. This movie has its flaws, but I think for a sequel, it's awesome. This is like an eight point five out of ten, a nine out of ten. Oh, honestly. it's a great the movie. The first one is a ten out of ten. This oh, is eight point five. I think. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say what I like about this one a lot though is it makes because you think about the first one, right? Biff, right? He loses, right? But they made this one. He came back. It's almost like Super Strider. He came back. Right. And, and you even <laughs> yeah. hate him more, right? Yeah. Now he's like, you know, the cigar twirling. He's in the plaza, ho- whatever it's called, the right. uh, the Trump, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, based yeah. off the, his, yeah. Uh, yeah. that character. But like, you know, um, I mean, for crying out loud, they killed George McFly <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know, in the alternate timeline. Yeah, 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 he got, yeah. He got blocked yeah, off. He's an asshole. Human flies with the same gun. Like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Like, and I just, and like, I think this, like I said, I agree too with the, I never liked Biff. He all of a sudden knows how to use the DeLorean. And I think, or the, all, go ahead. I think, uh, I think all of us here have made a film before. We know like sometimes you just, you got to just roll with the punches. I'm sure yep. you can't, you can put, it could be a four hour movie. You know what I mean? But I, there's some things I just kind of want to point out that I love about this film. I love when they go to 2015. I just, you know, now it's in the past, technically, but uh, yeah. that was so exciting as a kid. I felt very let down by 2015 when we finally got there, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy, though, that the Cubs almost actually won? Yes. yes. They won, they won, yeah. The, yeah, they won it the yeah. following year. Yeah. But they, well, it's okay. The Mets beat them, and then they lost in the... Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, that was like a double win for us, I guess. But there's some things I just want to point out. Um, I always like when they went to Marty's house. Well, like when he's an adult, right. you know, and you see needles. Yeah. But I always liked, uh, I guess, what was it? Marty Jr. He's Marty like, Jr. Yeah. oh, like, hey, Griff. I always loved his voice. When I was a kid, I didn't realize Michael J. Fox was his daughter. Or, you know, I thought he was actually kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Um, um, what else? Uh I, obviously, the hoverboard. What a class! That's another. That's yeah. like another thing. Yeah. That's like it's almost just as iconic. Yes. I, I wish exactly. we had the hoverboard yeah. like that. Not, mm-hmm. not this. Not the ones on the, wheels. Yeah, the one. Where the you're one that's not hovering. Yeah, falling your back. Yeah. It's like yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. And there's. I, maybe, all right. So let me tell you my some things. I'm uh, just things I didn't like to, to be different from you guys. So I was always kind of found it kind of. I understand I had to add something. Is uh, the chicken complex? All of a sudden, Marty gets. Upset when they call him a chicken, you know. Right. I always laugh when that guy presses that button. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, um, wait, hold on, shorty babes. Um, another thing I didn't like. This is actually at the very end of the film. Well, actually, so I, one of the things I love of the film how it ends yeah. when Marty and the okay. the, when the yeah. water and the the rain and the guy goes, "You Marty McFly." I mean, whoa. A message for you. whoa. Yeah. I mean, talk about like that's a shit your pants moment. Right. But the thing that pisses me off is. Right after it ends, like, then they show the, the goddamn clip from part three. Yeah. I stole mine. Yeah. 
I stole Rob's almanac. For crying out loud, like I feel like, why did they put that in there? Yeah. It just ruins the like. You were like, big shit at the end of your seat. Like you, that could have been like. I feel like the movie could have made even more money. I have no, I have right. no stake in it, but I didn't. I never liked that. And, it, and today, if you watch that movie today on TV or the DVD. That still comes right after that. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. crying out loud, Bob, Gail, uh, Bob Zemeckis, can you edit that out? And just <laughs> leave it off. Um, but the reason why I think that is in there is because I think what you were saying too about they were writing this film, the second one. Obviously, yeah. they didn't have they didn't think they didn't think they were gonna write a, a sequel. Right. Obviously, they made a ton of money and they offered it. I think they wrote two and three at the same time. Yes. That's why I think these films work really well. Um, and that's why the uh, you have these things in the chicken complex that it yep. goes to part three. The chicken um, complex, though, I just want to bring up. This was an interesting theory that another podcast brought up. I just wanted mm-hmm. to bring it up. Mm-hmm. What podcast? Give them credit. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name. Uh-oh. So, We're getting sued. So, <laughs> this is just you. a theory. They believe, you know, when they, did, when they did the chicken cop complex during the second and third film, they, the reason why that he had the chicken complex is because he altered, uh, in the first film, he kind of altered his timeline in a way by you know like for instance like the parents are now you know, like the house is all new right different right that auto detailing and stuff but it may have affected him in a little bit because um you know when you look back at the early in the film that you know the father's a coward but now you see this view version of him he's like more strong and so then I, he doesn't right. need to yeah. like teach him uh, so then okay i actually thought, yeah, I, I thought the chicken yeah. complex came because throughout the first movie obviously George McFly is a coward. Right. And I always thought the chicken complex came because he saw his father being a right. coward and, so he got a lot of and, more pride and, and, and he just he's like, I don't want to be the way my father was as a coward. Right. So don't call me a chicken because I'm not. I'm not like that guy. And I don't think he felt that way originally in the first right. movie because he didn't know how how deep his father's cowardice went right. until he went through the past. I thought that's why they incorporated that. Or I could be looking too deep into the movie, but yeah. that's what I thought. Rob, did you want to finish some? And that was great, PJ. Um, uh, that was a great point. Rob, did you want? I think you wanted to share something. No, um, just oh. in terms of that final closing scene. You know, yeah. not only that, like I agree when they go into the next film, yeah. I was just like total buzz. Yeah, like they, they you, yeah. you sucked the whole suspense yeah. out of that ending. Yeah. Why would and they do that? That must idea. have been studio stuff. That had to be like someone's that had to help be. You knew who's yeah. going into the past. You know? Yeah, right. You had to accept the idea of like riding horses and the whole idea. Like that's a different feel yeah. too. Yeah, that's, that to be okay with. That's you know? another thing. Is also the letter to Marty, like seventy-five years later. It's like yeah. what? You know, it's like I'm. I'm in September first, eighteen eighty-five. Yeah, but I actually, yeah. Did, like, I actually like that a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's Western fun. Union well, is yeah, they said it's like, yeah, like, yeah, it's fun. Like the, yeah, you know, uh, and then they'd be like, you know, the dog, the dog's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just, you know. Yes, I mean, subjectively, yeah, it's it's the fun part, but in reality, like, you actually have a letter saying, wait. 75 years. Well, they were placing their yeah. best right. Well, oh, yeah, that's yeah. why yeah. I was saying. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I know. Because they yeah. address yeah. that. Western Union is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Western Union now. Yeah, they actually were. No, seriously, they said that yeah. Western Union is like one of the most reliable things besides the post office. Yeah, that's for, why they yeah. utilized it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So. But then we get to Back to the Future 3. Yes. And I, I know that a lot of people don't, for some reason, don't like Back to the Future 3. But I love it. I love that it takes place in the Wild West. I liked it as a completely different feel. Yeah. I think it humanizes Doc the most out of all three of the movies. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think it's so fun. I, I don't know why people I think shit people, on it. I think people crap on it because it's like, um, I think it's like a Yoko Ono with Clara. But she's really not annoying. No. I don't really find I don't her find that her big annoying. at all, you know? Well, well since you brought that up, I'm going to jump at this yeah. real quick. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to lie. There was a time I actually hated Clara. Right. I just like I just knew she was gonna like 
spoil the situation. She's right. going to be the one that, you know, something's going to happen. I'm not going to make the trip. The trip right. get interrupted. Right. You know, I want to be like, you know, Marty, take the telescope, crack it over your knee, like, yeah, <laughs> right. go find yourself in that ravine. <laughs> right. Okay, because I got stuff to do. I'm trying to get back. Right. Know? But... I do love the the romance, you know, Doc right. Wan's romance. You know, right. And, and I love the train. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. That, that was, was another character. That's another thing I want to talk about. When I was watching this film, it reminded me of uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, what was it, The Last Crusade? When uh, you got young Indiana Jones on the train. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They're filming the whole train set, like, in real life. And same thing with Back to the Future. They're filming in real life. It wasn't done in a studio. Yep. They were outside. They on were, a train. I'm yeah. sure there were... Mm -hmm. They yeah. set it up where you can easily get to one part. Of course. But yeah. it's just, it mm -hmm. felt so real. It felt so, like, live-like. You could feel the stakes being on the track. Yes. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Compared to today, when you got CGI, you're just in a, you're in a blue or green yeah. screen studio, mm -hmm. and the vines comes down. And it's right. like the, mm -hmm. you know, the uncanny valley of yeah. Yeah, you talk about his arc, like yeah. Marty's love, Doc finds his love. Right. He yeah. always kind of hinted he wanted love, but never right. had time for it. And, you know, was it in him? He talks about yeah. writing that. Yeah. He's like, I never wrote something beautiful, like when he wrote that other note to Marty and everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen the clock tower being built. Yes. Like, that yeah. Was like, that had of course like, a lot that of That was something when you saw like, this, mm -hmm. the scaffold and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. That had of course a lot of money just to build. Because uh, I. You know the the first two films when they're in Hill Valley, it's like they're in the, their studio. Mm -hmm. They, you know, we've seen it. You know, yeah, right. Been to California, but this one they're like out in a field and they just build a whole set right there. Yeah, and it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. with the, you know, and it others. actually really captures the vibe of a Western movie too. It's not, yeah. it's not poking fun at, at Western movies or anything like that. Not at it, all. it really yeah. respects what a Western movie is. I like some of the old John Wayne movies like Rio Bravo and stuff like yes. that. Mm -hmm. And it feels like the, especially when they're gonna do the shootout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny. But it doesn't disrespect what those Western movies are. You right. can see I, I, they had a real appreciation for how those movies were shot, filmed, the, everything behind them. I, I really, really like Back mm -hmm. to the Future 3. I think technically when you look at a movie, Back to the Future 1 is probably the best. Yes. But yeah. I enjoy Back to the Future 3 the most. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I appreciate 2 and 3 in my own way. Right. Like, like Return of the Jedi. Return of the right. Jedi is not a perfect film, you know, but... The thing that got me more hooked on to was Luke's. Um, I, I, I'm throwing the conversation off, but Luke's storyline. Wrong trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, when, when, but you know, when you got to the end of that, I was just like soaked in. And, you know, right. I, and it's like the same thing with Back to the Future Part Three. It's like with uh, all the stakes that they they gotta get back. Doc has a relationship with um, yep. Clara, and you know, just hoping that this. They, they make it to 1985. It's it's like the stakes are there. It's just the same thing. It's right. the same feeling. And it has a satisfying conclusion. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We never. They're never going to make it back to the future for, and you don't need one. This mm -hmm. this wrapped up that storyline. I think right. just perfect. Oh yeah, the, the, especially um, you know you make what was it? do you have do you have it written? <laughs> you know it's it's not, it's not yeah like the future hasn't been written yet. Right. Yeah. You got to write yourself for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Movie also, I feel like the emotion in it. I can watch them trying to get a little tight. Like, yeah. yeah. Water up a little bit. You know. You know them find their way out of there. Docs of love, and then like you know. Um, the, Time machine being destroyed at the end that like yeah. destroyed yeah. me. Like, yeah, that was yeah. Tough. yeah. Talk about like I said before, the main character for me was one of them, uh, the DeLorean. To yeah. see it smashed up, that was tough. It was like he yeah. died. That was tough to see. It was like he died. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was like seeing like like seeing the Enterprise so, being destroyed and right. Star Trek through the search for Spock. Right. Oh. The music, the scenes, like yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I think what also makes this movie work is like, you know, I think all the films are really do, especially the sequels, is like they don't feel rushed. Sometimes right. the sequels feel rushed. This took its time, you know. Like I just yeah. love how Marty, uh, Marty and Doc go in that cave and they find the Delorean. They have to break that wood. I love um, um, going back to like, like I said, like they made Biff. Now he's Buford Tannen. Now he's like, now you hate him even more. Uh, right. Yeah. Now leave this family alone. <laughs> leave Brittany alone. <laughs> leave Marty alone. You know, um, I always liked, uh, just like these different side characters. Remember when they're in the bar? And that one guy's like, yeah. he's like, if you don't find him, you'll be known as the biggest yellow belly in the West. <laughs> I love that guy. He's actually also in uh, Roger Rabbit. He's one of the bullets yeah. that Eddie oh. Valiant shoots. But, um, I don't know, I just love the whole feel and like and like I think that I think as I got older like you, Rob, um, you got I appreciate Clara more and I think um, it gave Doc a moral dilemma. Like it, it always had dilemmas, you know, but now it's like okay now I fell in love, I saved her life because she actually dies right, right. in, in uh, Clayton Ravine. Now it's Eastwood Ravine or whatever it was <laughs> they renamed it. Um, right, yeah, because at the end I think he flew yeah. off the ledge. Yeah. But um I think that was a good impact. This is the whole ending with like you know, the train was like Everything's about time. They're running out of time. Like they're running out of time. Like right. this, they're running out of, out of time. Tra- they're running out of track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're running out of track. But my my only real issue with this movie is is that the very very end it felt rushed when like yeah. Doc couldn't get off that like the platform the train <laughs> and like give Marty a hug like yo I, I guess he had a time y'all see you next week bro right. you know I'll see you in a minute from now like yeah. you know like couldn't give him a goddamn hug you know yeah. I know the whole thing with the weird kids you know yeah. whatever they're yeah. called uh, you know uh, Jules yeah, well, and Bernie yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 but uh, like it's a great film I like one of the best things where he talks about you know, the future makes it whatever you want to make it and you see the kids pointing right. it out like I gotta pee yeah yeah no but that's true though yeah like you have to hold that journey Journey. Yeah. And I think also I was trying, it's funny you said that because I was thinking about that. Like maybe they're just worried about the time of the movie. Like how much yeah, more time? I know how much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, I love you, man. It's been a great three movies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wild ride, and I haven't slept. I'm also a girl. Uh, baby ties are wiped out right now. But, you know, they found a way to do. But I, that's why I try to say that. I'm right. the same way. I would give right. you the biggest hug, bro. Like, right. Of course. Like, well, a lot of like, movies have just, like those type of endings. Right. Yeah. Like, no, I, 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 we gotta wrap it up. I don't. It didn't ruin the movie, but it still pisses me off. I want to like, see more with the characters. Yeah, right. Right. That's yeah. how much that because that's how much we like these characters. They need right. another minute. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe they felt rushed. It's like yo, we're in broad daylight with this tra- with this giant flying train. <laughs> we got the train coming. We gotta go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one moment the bank. Oh my gosh. But uh, um, it's really a testament to those characters. Yes. And yes. And these characters are just so great. And like they've infected pop culture so much yep. mm-hmm. to the point where this is why we have Rick and Morty. Yes. I mean, and I don't know if you guys watch Rick and Morty the cartoon, but yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite shows yep. on mm-hmm. TV. And it only exists because Back to the Future exists. Like, yeah. Rick is Doc and Morty is Marty. They, you yeah. know, and it just shows like years and years how these movies aren't new. Mm-hmm. Right. And this many years later, it's still influencing pop culture. It's just mm-hmm. a testament to the right. Still there, yeah. Than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And before we wrap up with the trilogy, I just want to say my this my last key things of what makes this trilogy sensational is obviously like you said with the characters, 
the music by Alan Silvestri. I mean, oh, they don't yeah. make scores like that anymore. I mean, the, it made, it gave magic that that little like ding, like in the beginning yeah. and all that kind of stuff and that like so triumphant. Um, but I also love the cinematography. This movie mm-hmm. looks yeah. <clears throat> it still looks good. It does. How come get that guy? Hopefully it's old woman, whoever make get them. This movie looks still damn good. We have a movie that comes out that'll look this nice. Yeah, Damn, it's true. The lighting, yeah. it's just colorful. Everyone looks it's nice. Real. It's like well, time. that's oh, why it looks so good. It's because it's shots. real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, during, like, I remember... Filming on location. I, know, remember, like, <laughs> I noticed in the first two movies, when they were in the parking lot of the high school, yeah. if you look in the background by the windows, you see, like, a neon light, like, either, like, um, like a bright uh, blue <laughs> or, like, a little purple or... Yeah, it's like these weird colors in the. It's right. like this nice right. looking, yeah, like, yeah, colorful yeah. Yeah. scenery the vibe, that yeah. they, you know, that they purposely put there just to yeah. give, you give it, it the um, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. The ambience, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, you can have a good looking film when there's something to film. If you go to the movie and the entire thing is shot in front of a green screen, yeah. it's very tough yeah. to act to, yeah. to, to act in front and of expensive. it. Expensive and expensive and tough to film because there's nothing to film. To oh, go back to Star Wars because you were comparing it a little bit to Star Wars. If you watch the prequel trilogies. The scenes are all very short, and they can only walk like ten feet because right, they run right, out of yeah. set. Right. So that's why that's why all the walking scenes of the prequels are very quick, and they don't go anywhere. It's because there's nowhere for them to go. You can't shoot it. Mm-hmm. What, what is the cinematographer gonna do? They have no, whatever the size of the stage is all they get. Don't you think right, it's a little right. ironic also- that Marvel's kind of imitating that? After yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Red Alert Media yeah. explained yeah. the problem, yeah. and now you're seeing Disney doing the same yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. like wasn't Zemeckis also the director who said like to wet the streets to yes. film at night yeah. and get yeah. better at night? Yeah, yeah. that's a genius in itself. Yeah, yeah. and it's so true. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. gives it that yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah. Before we uh, we kind of go to the to the ride, I was like a quick question for you guys. What your opinion? I know we're, I know we're, we're running out of a plutonium <laughs> in, uh, in our we still have a couple of things to get to, folks. And we, we thank you for sticking with us. And hopefully uh, you've enjoyed this ride thus far. Um, he started in 1985, right? He went back 30 years, 1955. Mm-hmm. Then he went back to 1885. I'm not good at math. But <laughs> that's more than 30. Do you think he could have went back to 1935? You think that would have made the movie... I'm just curious. You think they, they should have done that, or I mean, like just for you guys? I know whatever. Maybe I, I think I know that Michael J. Fox wanted to do it a western, but and that's why they went that direction. I don't think it would have worked in 1935 because I don't really think I want to see Marty McFly and Doc versus the Nazis. Right. Okay. Actually, okay. Uh, they, there was a Tall Tale game that they did called uh, Back to the Future. I remember that. And they game, went yeah. back oh. to the 20s. And yeah, and it was like young Doc Brown, you know, like right. being eager into like the right. father was forcing him to be like a lawyer, but um, right. you know, he, you know, Doc, had, you know, and basically they they interfered something that made him not do that, and then they altered the uh, their present time because he decided to take become right. like this. Uh, uh, the controlling towns, of the, it's like it's kind of a repeat of the of the other um, movies, but. Yeah, they did. They kind of did something like that with the game, which was pretty okay. interesting. You know, it was like a six-part game. I had it on my laptop before my laptop crashed, but wow. um, it was a fun game. It was all right. Yeah. You know, it was it was, cool. it was interesting to see like a different take on, on that. So, I don't know if yeah. the '30s would have felt different yeah. enough. That's what I was gonna say. That it wasn't you know a time period you can kind of like change it up enough. Right. You know, right. What's going on? Fair I mean, you point. Have something yeah. obvious, like you said, to some ter- terrible things we don't want to see, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they did a good job by going further back to the yeah, environment yeah. and setting. Mm-hmm. You had to really give it a flip. I yeah. think it would be a little too ridiculous, too, if you went during that time period. It's just 
Yeah, but that's a fair point. Yeah, it's not a far back. That's a good point. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like yeah. it's like yeah. still people that yeah. they might know. Right. This is gonna alter my life. It's yeah. like, yeah. like <laughs> bump into someone right yeah. Right. Do something right. else. Hey, hey, that's why they made these great films. That's why they didn't listen to me. Um, but what, another thing they did make that was amazing was Back to the Future the Ride at Universal that Studios. That ride this was ride amazing. It's a classic. I mean, unfortunately, they re-skinned it with the Simpson ride, it's which not I don't... It's not, not, not as good. good. No, not, not as good. Not as immersive or anything. I like the Simpsons, but... Why why you do that to First my boy? First of all, when the Why you do that like, to my boy? Yeah, I, I was hating because the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm so no, mad. no. I'm sorry, the ride, like I mentioned before, again with the car, mm-hmm. but when that when you approach the car, the smoke coming out, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. You, you climb in, it felt like mm-hmm. just you were riding the movies, like they yeah. were promoted. Like mm-hmm. that was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Was and like, everyone remembers that you're kid, going into the dinosaurs' mouth. Yeah, yeah. To give our some of our audience members who didn't go on the ride, because now it's been gone for quite a number of years now Forever, but basically when you walked like online 15. there was like a like long? a yeah. like yeah, a briefing too. room and basically yeah. uh, uh biff stole the time machine and you and doc he's gonna give you the DeLorean. you have to go and basically get it back re- yeah exactly yeah. um anyway you just go a different type of the, the jurassic age and they're narrating it and i think on the dvds actually you can ride the uh yeah you know you, you know obviously it's not the same but what a magical ride i mean dan great. that's like one of the best rides Ever made. I love ever that made. ride. It's an absolute that, classic. One yep. of the things that annoyed me about Universal Studios in Hollywood and Florida is that they had a de- they had the train and they had the DeLorean. Yeah. And it was treated like crap. Yeah, but now um, they restored they it. They did, yes. Yeah, they they did, did. And the train it. too. They, yeah. It was like, what are you guys doing? I remember mm-hmm. when I first went to the Florida Universal Studios in 94 and... And I see the train. I'm taking a photo of the train and it's like, ride it away. I was like, right. what the hell is this? You know, it's right. like... But they what is this hunk of junk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they eventually restored Speaking it. Speaking of shocking, they didn't really take care yeah. of it. Yeah. One of the things, I, I just real quick, if hopefully we have some listeners who make toys or make merchandise. Can someone please make a yes. toy of the DeLorean train? I want it. Yes. Yes. Still mind blowing. I, I, I got the car. They made it for the, the McDonald's, uh, you know, yeah. Happy Meal toy, but I want an actual nice toy train. Delores, what's going on? Like, oh, yeah. If you decide to make a toy of the of the time traveling train, if you're looking for an exclusive retailer, please reach out to us so I can sell it at Cool Kids Comics and Toys in East Meadow, New York. There you go. so you can charge double for us. Double price. I'll give you a five. We're, we're not selling it at 1955 <laughs> uh, prices. Mm-hmm. All right. It is well, time. Oh, wait. Well, it's not uh, time. Almost time. But almost I just want to tell our folks that, believe it or not, there was a Back to the Future 4. Uh-oh. So back in 2006, right? Seven. 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 Okay. Yeah. Seven. So my brother, Shawnee Babes, and I, we made Back to the Future Part 4. It's actually on YouTube. It's called Back to the Future Part 4. You can find it on Moran Brothers Productions on that channel. It's going to be split into two parts. It is heavily edited because um, at the time, you know, YouTube was new. We didn't want too much there. Um, but anyway, just to get the premise of the film is uh, obviously this is somewhat of a an homage and also somewhat of a spoof of Back to the Future Part Four. But basically, um, I play Doc, my brother plays Marty, and Sean plays Biff, or in this case, Cliff, uh, <laughs> Biff's nephew. And the premise is things that Cliff stole Marty's uh, demo tape, his band's demo tape, and we have to travel not to the uh, past or the future, but to the present, <laughs> to, <laughs> to retrieve the tape, and that's kind of the. Uh, and it's only about yeah, twenty it's minutes a long. It's a parody, it's like, yeah, but we actually had the opportunity to uh, uh, 
air it actually or show it I should say um, at our one of our close friends who actually edited one of our music videos at his film festival the Levittown Bike Club Film Festival so we had it at a theater and it was uh, quite fun but I just wanted to share that and it was I think it still holds up yeah, yeah. <laughs> check it out was... any, any real fan will check it out mm-hmm. but PJ pop quiz Uh-oh. so oh, this boy. is a pop quiz this is Mr. PJ I mean uh, and I we're gonna go back and forth with the questions and this is Rob Versus Sean, okay? Oh, wow. And Back to Future trivia. So these are uh, ones like uh, that we got online. Some we know, some I did not know. So some it does get challenging after the uh, half, about the quarter point. So, um, so here's what we're gonna do. We have 15 questions. We're gonna read the questions. Whoever gets it first gets the point. Yep. All right. So you gotta you gotta really be on the ball here. We're going to start with an easy one for you. Okay. What was the name of Marty's band? The Pants. Ooh. Oh, sh- I'm going to give them both a point. That was okay. a tie. That's a tie. Okay. <clears throat> what was the nationality of the terrorists who shot Doc? The Pants. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm. What was the name of Doc Brown's dog in 1985? I Ooh, that was a tough one. I'm <laughs> going to give them both a point. They were on the ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the date that Marty left in 1985? October 27. I think Rob got that one. Yeah, the 26th. Right. Yep. Okay, Rob. So what right, was, uh, oh, I think we have a tie score right now. Yeah, we are three three. I'm at okay. three three. Okay. What was the name of Doc Brown's dog in 1955? Copernicus. Oh yes. Yes, oh. Copernicus. Yes. Rob, Rob for the point. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we now. Truthfully, this story starts to get tough now. Okay. <clears throat> In Back to the Future Part 2, what brand of pizza does Lorraine bring to Marty's house? Pizza Hut. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. He doesn't want to lose. Okay. <laughs> what kind of gun does Marty use in Back to the Future 3? Come in. No, what was that? West, oh, yeah. West something. West. Mid, West. Weston. Yeah. Uh, Winston. Winchester. What, Winchester I, something. I, I, I don't know it. I right thought there. it was that too, but I was actually wrong. Ferguson's. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Colt 45. Oh. oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. In the first one, uh, what was young George McFly's favorite television program? Science fiction theater. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, baby. Mm-hmm. He's good. <laughs> great Scott. Yeah, great Scott. <laughs> what is the name of the first McFly to be born in America? Seamus. No. Oh, no. Yeah. That was I thought that one too. Yeah. I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Michael. No, no. Uh, <laughs> if you keep naming names, you'll get the yeah, eventually. popular name. Ethan. No, no, no. Ian. All right, I think no. I think we okay. I think we've reached yeah. the time. It's William. William. Oh. Mm-hmm. William McFly. <laughs> make sure you wish. Wait, what is it? Uh, make sure. Like, what does she? What does she say? Uh, no, I know. I'm doing the wrong. Uh, doing the wrong. What does she say? Oh, make sure you worry about the like. Make sure you think about the consequences of the future, McFly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, oh, it's, uh, I'm next, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're next. You're next. Okay, this one's tough. What was the co- what is the company's name that published George McFly's book, A Match Made in Space? I know it's tough. I know these are really super tough. This guy went deep into the IMDb. Close. It is publishing. Is in it. He went deep on the IMDb trivia to get yeah. these questions. Uh, I don't know. Reading Rainbow published one? No. <laughs> it is uh, Probert Publishing. Oh, Probert. No yeah. Uh, I wouldn't Check think the of that. Check probate. Uh, wrong, wrong Zemeckis. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think someone's going to get this one, though. Okay. In Back to the Future, 
What does Marty McFly get served in 1955 when he asks for something without sugar? A Pepsi. A Pepsi. Coffee. Pepsi free. Uh, coffee. coffee. He ends up giving him coffee. He asks for a Pepsi free. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. This one's kind of pretty tough. If someone gets this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in right here. PJ, you keep the score. I left. I'm keeping score. I got. If you get this, is a two point question because it's impossible. Okay. What is Jennifer's grandmother's phone number? Five 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 zero one nine three. Wait 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 whoa 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 wait 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 one at a time. Five 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 zero one nine three. Five 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 forty eight twenty three. Yeah. Wow. That's a two pointer question. I'm gonna tell you why. One point question. Just a one point. No, that's a ridiculous. I'm gonna tell you why I know that, but after we do this game. All right. I'm gonna keep that as a two point question because that's ridiculous. No one should know that. No one should know that. The fact know, that you even that thing. Quote. We can't do. We can't. We can keep it as one point. It's one a point. two point question. We'll see how it goes at the end. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we're on thirteen, right? I'm on thirteen. Okay. Is that, I don't know who asked this. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I think. I think. I think it doesn't matter. That's, okay. You ask it. Okay. What is Doc Brown's middle name? Uh, Lawrence. Leonard. No, it's an L. It is an L. It's an L. It's something really random. Yep. Uh, I knew this. Lift. Lithium. Lithium. Oh my god, I thought you were going to get it for a second. I, like close. Something would have, <laughs> no. I know the first letter and the last letter, I can't get the whole thing. Le- leather, lo- no. <laughs> close. It's like, <laughs> actually close. It's not I don't like know. Lith, leather. Yeah, lith pop, lith drop. Lith, oh, he's so lith, close. Lith, I think that's it. Lith, what was it? Lith drop. Yeah, Rob. Lip, 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 What was the middle name? I thought it was more German. I think it's, it's lip drop. Yeah, lip drop. I, would, I wouldn't I think know. I thought I have a lip for this. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's L A T H R O P. Lip drop, right? Lip drop. Right? Do we give it to him, PJ? I think we give it to him. Because he basically mispronounced it. Who was the mayor of Hill Valley in 1955? Red Thomas. You got it. Beatty. All right, we are at the last question. So, I do have a tiebreaker. You have a tiebreaker? Yeah, okay. I just found it before. All right, mm-hmm. so you ask this question. I'll ask this one, then you'll yep. get the tiebreaker yep. if we mm-hmm. need it. Who was originally going to play Marty McFly? Eric Stoltz. Oh, Whoa. it's a tie. Oh, my God. Okay. It comes down to the tiebreaker. <laughs> now, whoever loses has to make like a tree and get out of <laughs> here. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> okay. So actually, it's a question about Biff. Oh, how much did Biff need to pay for to clear the crap out of his car? Three hundred dollars. Beatty, Beatty with the win. Oh. Beatty for the win. Wow. That was a tight <laughs> game. Oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> wow, well done, gentlemen. By one uh, point. The damn. final score was uh, was eight to seven is what I have here. Well, you gave him two points on one of them. You still so. won. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Both of you guys. Question, Dude, though. I know. I know that because of our film. I had made a flyer of the clock tower being hit, yeah. and I wrote on the back the number. All right. Yes. For some reason, I remember, remember that? Yes. And I used to go on dressed up as Marty on Halloween with yeah. the flyer and keep writing the number. That's how I know it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I anyway, mean, that was great. I, I, yeah, yeah, some of these questions I just didn't know too much about. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That was a tough quiz. You guys, so, you guys both good, did man. great Thank on you. it. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for those listening, we hope you, uh, you know, 
enjoyed the show. We it was it was great. Thanks for joining us, guys. But we're in luck because just like uh, Back to the Future, they're gonna be with us in the future, PJ. They're gonna be on next week's episode. Amazing. Yeah. That's heavy, Doc. Yeah. So uh, you know the deal. Same time. Ha! Same time. Same, same table. table. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention. Marty! You've got to come back with me! Where? Back to the future! <laughs>